0: Good morning. I just want to drop a, an encouraging word to you this morning. And if you have your Bibles, you can go to Luke 21. We're going to start at verse 8. And it's, I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, and I'm also reading out the King James. In verse 8, it says, well, let's go to 7. It says, and they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when this is about to occur? Here, the um, people were asking Jesus... Uh, Jesus was speaking to the people in parables. Let me just go back to verse twenty, uh, chapter 21 verse 1 and it says looking up Jesus saw the rich people putting their gifts into the treasury and he also saw a poor widow putting in two mites <coughs> excuse me two copper coins and he said truly I say to you this poor widow has put in more than all of them for they all gave out of their abundance their surplus but she has contributed out of her lack and her want, putting it putting in all that she had on which to live and as some were saying of the temple that it was decorated with handsome shapely and magnificent stones and consecrated offerings laid, laid up to be kept he said as for all this that you thoughtfully look at the time will come when there shall not be left here one stone upon another that would be that will not be thrown down and they asked him teacher when will this happen And what sign will will there be when this is about to occur? And he said, be on your guard and be careful that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name, appropriating to themselves the name Messiah, which belongs to me, saying, I am he. And the time is at hand. Do not go after them. And when you hear wars and insurrections, disturbances, disorder and confusion, do not become alarmed and panic stricken. And terrified, for this must take place first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he told them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be mighty and violent earthquakes and in various places, famines and pestilences, plagues, malignant and contagious or infectious epidemic diseases, which are deadly and devastating. And there will be sights of terror and great signs from heaven. But previous to all of this, they shall lay their hands on you. And persecute you, turning you over to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be led away before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be a time, and opportunity for you to bear testimony, excuse me, and resolve and settle in your minds not to meditate and prepare beforehand how you are to make your defense and how you are to answer. For I myself will give you a mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all of your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute. You know I want to stop right here for a minute and say that in that scripture I can uh, remember the scripture where it says that your enemies will come before you one way and flee seven uh, one thing I want to just encourage you is that no matter who comes up against you no matter what comes against you in this time of of um, maybe your persecutions or whatever are coming up against you just know that God said your enemies won't be able to stand against you nor refute you and so when you resolve in your in your mind and settle in your mind that you will meditate and prepare beforehand, that opens up the door for spontaneity, meaning that you're, you're moved by the spirit of God, that whatever God says, when you're in that place and he speaks to you to open your mouth and speak it, then you speak what it is that God uh, releases unto you to speak. And so that way it's coming from him. And it's him speaking through you to them and not you speaking because you've meditated or premeditated on what it is that you're going to say. You know, uh, when you talk about premeditation, if you kill someone and and, uh, you have already premeditated in your heart what you're going to say to that person. Premeditate means that you already decided what you were going to do before you got there. But if you are trusting in the spirit of the Lord God Almighty, that you would allow him when you open your mouth to speak through you, he'll answer that other person that's standing before you. I don't want to stop right there, so let's keep going. He said, "For I, okay, you will be delivered up and betrayed, even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death." Now let me tell you this right here: when you t- choose to serve God and you choose to to follow after Him and you fall out with the ways of the world, do you not know that that people will not accept that, especially those people that knew you when? They want you to stay like you were when, but when God lays His hands upon you and He's called you and He brings you out of darkness into the marvelous light, then He causes you to shake off shama, those grave clothes that you had on when you were walking in darkness and come over here in the light and walk in the light of who He is in you and allow His life to be glory, uh, allow Him to be glorified in your life. When that happens. Everybody ain't going to be happy. So I want you to to understand that everybody's not going to like it. And you've got people that say, oh, you know, everybody's going to still love you. No, they won't. Let's just get real and let's get down to the nitty gritty of it. Everybody's not going to like the fact that you dropped off. Uh, out of the spirit of darkness and came over here in the spirit of light. They're not going to like it because they loved you when you were in darkness with them. Or uh, so they say it. Come on now. But, but when you come into the light and your light begins to shine, hallelujah, people that are still in darkness don't like to come around the light. I just want to encourage you on that one. So just be prepared for that and understand that it's not going to feel good. It's not going to and it's not supposed to. It is because you have come out of that lifestyle. You're not over there in darkness anymore and you've come over into the light. So be ye children of the light. Okay, I just want to encourage you on that one. And then it goes on to say you will be hated, despised by everyone because you bear my name and for its sake. Did you hear me? Hated. It said despised by everyone because you bear my name and for its sake. Now, let me tell you something that when you bear the name of Jesus Christ, everybody's not going to like you. You're going to have people coming up with all kinds of things because they think that you, uh, you know, like I, I hear in this day and time, people are always refuting the fact, Oh, y'all are worshiping a white man with blue eyes and long blonde hair or brown hair or whatever. And they don't understand this one thing that Jesus is no longer in the earth as a man. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the father as a spirit. And when he came. Came down out of the spirit into the earth in the form of a baby. Come on now. He came in as a spirit that was birthed into his mother's womb. Come on. And then he came out as a man. Come on now. And no matter what color he was, he's not that color anymore because he in heaven sitting at the right hand of the father. Somebody better hear me up in here. Stop trying to make people uh, fall out with Jesus because y'all think that they're worshiping the image of a man. No, we know that he is a spirit because God is a spirit. And the scripture says that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Come on now. Let's go a little further. He said, but not a hair of your head shall perish. That tells me that no matter who comes against you, no matter who don't like you, because you came over and started serving God, He said, "Not a hair, <laughs> not a hair of your head shall be um, shall perish." That means that no matter what they planned, plotted, tried, whatever they said, whatever they did against you, it will not prosper. Come on now. In Isaiah, it says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. That means that even though the weapon is formed, it will not prosper. Come on. They can do whatever they want to. They can go to the sooth They can go to the witchcraft. They can go to the, uh, the voodoo. They can go to whatever they want to. But no weapon. Come on now. No weapon formed shall prosper. But then it goes on to say, but when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know and understand that it's desolation has come near. Wait a minute. Let me go back up. Let me go back up. Let me go right back up. Excuse me. I skipped the scripture in verse 19. And this is where I was going to stop at. He says, "Ah, come on now, let me get my word back in verse 19. He says, by your steadfastness and patient endurance, you shall win the true life of your souls. Now, in the King James Version, it says this. In verse 19, in your patience, possess ye your souls. One of the things that you will have when you come out of the other side of this is patience. One of the virtues that is is that that is described in the word, it says that patience is a virtue. Okay, not only that, patience is a fruit of the spirit. Not only that, patience in, over in the book of James, it talks about brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Your faith is going to be tried. But if you remain patient, if you remain patient in whatever comes up against you, hallelujah, and give it over to the Lord. Do you not know that in that you possess your soul? You got to stay out of the soulless realm and come up into the spirit realm. And when you walk in the spirit, you deny the lust and the desires of the flesh. And so the lust of the flesh would be to come back against people when they come against you. That, I, I say that because then you're designed to try to get even. No, give it over to the Lord. Possess your souls, hold on to your patience. Walk in patience, walk in deliverance, walk in, in, uh, in meekness, walk in temperance, walk in love, walk in faith, walk in, in love and kindness, walk in every uh, fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, but walk in all of the attributes of the fruit of the spirit so that you can possess your soul. I want to bless you today. And I just want to tell you that no matter who. And no matter what comes up against you, God loves you and there's nothing that you and nobody else can do about it. So possess ye your soul this day. Amen.